Hello and welcome to Voice of Restoration, a broadcast outreach of the Christian Brethren Church, bringing you Bible-based teachings from author and Bible teacher, Pastor Afolabi Oladeli. Raising the alarm, raising the bar. Raising the alarm, raising the bar. And in speaking to this, it's something that I believe is so obvious. And it's the nature of it being so, so obvious that it's become so deceitful. Amen? You will recall the ministrations at the end of the year when we looked at the book of the first kings, second kings, excuse me. We don't, we're not going to read them. Definitive things were spoken in the manner in which we, unto whom the Lord has given understanding, should conduct ourselves in relation to the church in Nigeria. You recall that as we took 2 Kings from chapter 6, verse 20, all the way to chapter 7, we drew many, many, many lessons. And I will urge you to go back and listen to those things. But by way of summary, three fundamental points came out that ought to give direction to every single one of us in the manner in which we are walking today. First of all, in terms of prayers as an effective tool in the opening of the eyes of your blind church. You will remember, in the time of trouble, the servant of Elisha, when he saw the Syrian army, fear gripped him. But he took the prayers of Elisha to open his eyes, and comfort came. And we drew very clearly to you that every single one of us in this place, we owe the responsibility to the church in our nation to be those who are praying that the blindness that has struck our people, that has struck church leadership, the Lord will waive it. Secondly, we made very, very clear that it was important for us, as we saw Elisha himself do, to confront issues with the written and the spoken word. What I see as I would go further and further, too many are drawn into emotional things that they have abandoned the tool, the glasses that God has given us by which we judge every issue. And this is the time to be careful. Elisha saw beyond what the kings of his time saw. And at every occasion that they were going in the wrong direction, he never failed to stand up with the word of God to confront things. I emphasize this again. Confronting issues with what? The written and the spoken word. And number three, was the role of each one of us in staying in the right company. Amen? Elisha virtually lost his life. Don't forget who Elisha was. Elisha was a prophet for his time. The prophet in a dark age. But he also almost lost his time. Life, lost his life, excuse me. In the time that he ought to be out ministering to the people of God, he was in the wrong company. And the king came and said, if I do not take away the head of this man. And it was so, so crucial. And as I will show you this morning, things that seem so mundane. If you truly stood back and looked at the things that we are seeing in the light of the word of God, many of you will take a different view, a different attitude. 
to the things that are going on around us. But give me Psalm, 20, uh, Psalm 29. And I want all of us to stand and read this because everything that I'm going to say is anchored around here. Psalm 29, let's take it from verse 3 to verse 8. Everyone, let's stand up and read this. One to go. The voice of the Lord is upon waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh cedars. Yea, the Lord cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord thundereth the fire fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. If all of these things, please sit down. There are two things that are unique about this voice. You do what? I can hear you. You do what? Or when thunder, when thunder moves, you don't hear. You hear. If something is shaking, you also see what? You see. And I wonder, if the voice of the Lord is doing all of this, why is it that people don't hear? Why is it that people don't see? It's a question worth asking each one of us. If the voice of the Lord that is upon many waters, different translations, time won't allow us. If you go and look at that in the Amplified Classic, you get the sense when you speak of water and waters, not just one nation, but across the nations of the earth, the voice of the Lord is sounding. The voice of the Lord is shaking things. The voice of the Lord is making mountains to skip. Yet the sons of men, they do not hear. It is that hearing that is crucial for me. And the prayer that I said, the state of the heart determines the level of hearing. And today, I hope to show you a different angle of some of the things that you have taken for granted. Some of the things that are staring you in the eyes, yet you don't see. And you just get swept off in this social media storm that has grabbed the entire world. Listen to me. A unique development of our age is photography. The picture and what I call the moving picture. The images have become an inextricable part of our lives and of our culture. Is there any household here, sitting here today, that doesn't have a television? Thank you. There's not one that doesn't have one. I'm going somewhere. Whether it's a camera, whether it's a phone, DVD has not been replaced by Blu-ray. Technology is changing. It's becoming part of our lives. But these things have become so seductive that they have revolutionized human social communication. While I was passing through Dubai in December, I was speaking to a family of believers. And it wasn't then until then that it struck me 
that while human direct communication is what? On the decline. Why? Because people are. True or false? Somebody is sitting right next to you. For you to speak, open your mouth. It's easier to. And that way, this spirit is breaking a most important fabric that is in the nature of God. Relationship. Being torn apart on the basis of. Hmm. Check yourselves. All we say is efficiency. We say it makes communication easier. But is that what God intended? If the creator of heaven and earth came down every day to sit down with Adam and speak and converse with him and something is taking that away, it's time for you to watch. It's time for you to watch. It didn't strike me until this woman told me that once they got home in the evening, every telephone is seized. No more telephone, no more, no more whatever. So that every member of the family will be able to speak to one another. Because they recognized that relationship was being thrown away on the basis of modernism. Going somewhere this morning. Oral and written communication are in decline. Because of this new form of communication, communication by image. This age of image communication was born about 150 years ago. That's the time that photography was invented. You can check your statistics. I studied all this and tried to bring them out. And if you consider that in the light of when, how long human, human beings have been, 150 years is just like yesterday. So as you look at the plan of God for man, this thing that just came like that, and then 50 years ago was when static picture became moving picture. Movies and videos and so on and so forth came only 50 years ago. They caused me to, for the first time to ask a number of questions. Why during these last days is such a thing being unleashed upon human beings? Static picture, movie, whatever it is you call it. Why at this time? Is the question of an image, an icon, a video, or whatever you call it, is it just another friendly technolo technological development? Or are there some side effects, some hidden side effects that we are failing to consider? Despite the fact that you say this is a novelty and it's something that is convenient. Could a video or all the things that have come now on the back of the video? This morning I was listening on the radio. Somebody was saying, oh, how can I get this tape that was preached? Don't laugh. He said, get the Twitter handle. Twitter handle. What is a Twitter handle now in all of this? I kept quiet because I didn't think there was anybody around me who would see my consternation. 
all kinds of languages, all kinds of things that are surfacing and so on and so forth. Could the video phenomenon be playing the handmaiden to key last day trends? Worldwide, the eyes of, the, of mankind are engaged as never before on icons, on images, Matthew 13, 13. And you need to hear, to see, in the light of the word of God, the things that I'm trying to present to you. Therefore, speak I to them, because they, they say seen, see they actually not. see not. And hearing they hear not. They say they hear, but they really don't hear. Neither do they understand. In other words, what, it goes beyond what you say your physical eye sees. And something you say you are looking at and you are really not seeing. Something you say you are hearing. Back to what I said to you in Psalm 29, where he declared, The voice of the Lord is strong upon many waters. Yet the sons of men, they do not hear, they do not see. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seen, see not, and hearing, they hear not, neither do they understand. Yes? And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Esaias, mm. which said, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand. Mm. And seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing. Could that be what Solomon was referring to? In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 13. I'm staring questions. Questions that I asked myself. Because when I show you the parallel. Between what is going on. And what God has used in communicating concerning the end times. You will see where the danger is. That there is a mimicking that is going on on one hand. Trying to mimic what God is doing. We'll get there. Praise the Lord. Yes? He has made everything beautiful in his time. It's convenient. It's efficient. It makes things easier. But he also has planted eternity in men's hearts and minds. A divinely implanted sense of a purpose walking through the ages, which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. Yet so that men cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. This thing that is imagined in our face, striking us blank on our noses, is there something that God is alerting us to? Or something that is behind the veil in all this communication media, medium that we are not seeing? Is the question. The, the, the emergence of the image has had great effect upon the world following an invention of photography. It then only took 50 years or so for, for this new method of illustration to become a major influence in communication of social values. A little later, moving pictures came, known as movies, through images are found elsewhere. You can find it in the newspapers. You can find it in other things. Whether it's a billboard on the road, when I'm riding to work, they come flashlights, it is either origin or it is tabia, it is whatever. All of these things, they just hit you wherever it is you go. I have some statistics here that I want to just share with you. This is TV statistics in Nigeria, in, 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 in the US. Just projected to Nigeria. 
The percentage of households that possess at least one TV, 99%. When I just took a sample here, 100% has TV here. All right? But that's not the issue. A man of an average age, if you are 65, 67, 68, according to these statistics, you spend nine years of, 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 the, of those 65, 66 years glued to the television. Out of 65, 66 years, nine of those times, you've been just sitting down glued to the tube. Can you imagine 15% of your lifetime? 15% of your lifetime. Images. The one that got me most. The average number of minutes per week that parents spend in meaningful conversation with their children is three and a half minutes. Three and a half minutes. I have it here. It shocks you. And I'm challenging those of you who are sitting here. What time do you spend with your children? Compared to the time you spend in front of the television. That's what I'm trying to bring out. Compared to the time you spend on the internet. Compared to the time you spend WhatsApping. Compared to the time you spend Facebooking, listen to me, because I'm going to get somewhere. In terms of violence, because we speak of the rape and all the things going on in our country, hear this. By the time a child is eight, the number of mothers seen on TV by the time an average child finishes elementary school is 8,000. By the time he's 18, he has seen 200,000 mothers on tube, on whatever it is. In terms of commercialism, the number of 30-second TV commercials seen in a year by an average child, 20,000. What am I talking about? These things are shaping what? Thinking, molding your mental image of the world, and also, a child that sees 200,000 mothers by the time he's 18. So what does it mean to just kill somebody? Food for thought in giving these statistics. According to Statistica, by this year, 2017, over one third of the world's population is projected to own a smartphone. An estimated total of almost 2.6 billion smartphone users in the world today. As old as the moving picture or photography may be, the impact of the image on our society is still unfolding today. Images are now shot on virtual or, or viewed virtually everywhere from cell phones to computers, surveillance cameras, a whole host of other media devices. And here I'm now beginning to go to the things that start up this, this, this ministration of this morning. If you are working in England or whatever, 
the chances are that in one day, CCTV would have seen you at least eight times. So wherever you are going, even here, in our supermarkets now, they have CCTV. People are watching you. Things are being connected here and there for you to understand where we are. With the websites also proliferating. So Thanks for listening. Join us again on Wednesday for the concluding part of today's sermon. For more information on today's episode, please call 0803-3628-796 or visit us online at tcbc.org.ng.